right, Ben, welcome in. What do you have for the listeners today? Hey, today we're talking about angels and demons, but before we get into that, surprise question, <laughs> we are coming up on Halloween, Yes. and I gotta know, man, what is your top favorite, maybe one or two, three Halloween candies? Is that, oh my goodness. So, <laughs> oh, that was a strange question. I was thinking of costumes already, because I was about, I uh, have... Yeah, if you got well, a costume favorite, that's fine. Well, because you were in the hallway and my kids were saying some anime terms and names. I have no clue what they are. And it went way over my head. Like, I introduced them to anime. Oh, yeah. And they ran with it. And now they're saying things. And I'm like, what did you call me? Like, I don't. I have no <laughs> clue what is going on. So we were toying with, um, I believe it's, uh, hey, this is right on topic. The anime is called Demon Slayer. And, okay. and the three people that they wanted to be are the main hero, the sister, and someone else, I don't know who that is. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, what I was going to say was I was actually hoping to be Mario characters. Oh, okay. And so, like, I wanted to be Mario. Amadis wanted to be uh, Princess Peach. And I don't know who Emmanuel was going to be, but he was toying with the idea. Luigi. Yeah, Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as, uh, I think that's actually going to be huge this year because the Mario movie Oh, came yeah, out. you're probably right. So yeah. there's going to be a lot mm-hmm. of... Uh, plumbers running around <laughs> Italian plumbers as far as candy bars go I my favorite ever but it's not a popular Halloween candy because you oh, can yeah. only find it in like liquor stores I'm guessing that's the only place I see it is never markets is literally called a whatchamacallit oh yeah that's I love that candy bar but they never make it in smaller sizes um, beyond that because of my dad uh, almond joy Okay. So enjoy. I never liked the coconut or that candy as a kid, uh-huh. but my dad would always wrestle with me, empty my bag and try <laughs> to find them. And to me, my dad really never got excited about anything except winning at tennis. Right. Oh, yeah. So when I saw him excited in life about something else, to me, a peak curiosity, I'm like, why are you literally tackling me, wrestling with me, trying to search? <laughs> the-? And he would use an excuse too, like he would use the check it for yeah glass yes yeah, that's exactly what i was gonna say he would use the psas about razors and apples mm-hmm. to look through my candy and when i'd come back there would just be wrappers of only the <laughs> almond joy and so i was very curious as to like why was this and then i eventually grew into liking them because we created a competition out of it so number three i don't know i'd have to go even though um i eat very few of them like i'd go reese's oh like yeah. the peanut butter cup oh, or yeah, something I like that reese's. yeah now, candy corn, yay or nay? As a kid, up all the way up until mid twenties, nay. But now it's yay because really? only because oh, okay. there's cool variations of it. Candy yeah. corn in itself, not really. But when people melt it down and use it like as a, um, and they put it in ice cream, that oh, is actually I've never really, seen that before. If you see oh. it, try it. Highly recommend it. Besides listening to our show and passing <laughs> it on to your family, try the candy corn ice cream. But Old Sinners New Saints first. Cream. Yeah. So when they have variations like that, not star- maybe Starbucks, but another barista around sometime in October had some form of candy uh, candy corn latte okay. or something. So once okay, again, yeah, they, yeah. they melted it down because it's pure sugar anyway. Right, yeah. And it changed it a little bit. So I'm, I'm more a fan about Can't that. Can't handle that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I can do... Maybe once a year, like a handful of yeah. candy corn. I'm like, okay, that's that's okay. it for me. Random question for you. <laughs> what about you threw candy corn at me? What about peeps? No. Yeah, no. Hard pack. Yeah, hard pack. <laughs> 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 like, I still think that that was, uh, I'll steal someone else's joke. It wasn't related to peeps, but same joke is, I still think that was a joke created amongst friends to see, like, 
people who own businesses or like yeah. food factory and they're like, let's just create something to see if it flies. It did. <laughs> they made millions. And like now their grandkids are swimming in money because of a bet somewhere. Yeah. They're like, no one will eat nasty sugar coated marshmallow ducks. And then all of a sudden they're everybody rolling. wants. Yeah. Them, everyone yeah. wants. them. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. For me, I don't know. It doesn't have to be Halloween, but I love Reese's yeah. and Snickers. I love Snickers bars. And then after that, I really don't don't care. There's a lot of other candy out there, but those are my two go-tos. Two go-tos. For candy. I, I like it. So have you ever had any of those variations, like the Snickers ice cream? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that a Snickers ice cream bar is better than a regular Snickers bar. Are you talking about the actual bar or the one that comes in, like, scooped form? No, the actual bar yeah, in, the, okay. in the frozen section. <laughs> that, yeah. to me, is the, one of the best business examples we have to actually use that for the show whatever <laughs> version of the show is and then we have the ice all they did was make it a little longer and freeze it and, and add ice cream yeah, yeah. That is true. <laughs> and someone in that pitch room is like genius <laughs> it was <clears throat> the exact opposite of the idiot at cheese it's <laughs> who decided to sell extra baked cheese it's oh. <laughs> what happened there is they like burned Three days stock of Cheez Its, and they're like, "We gotta, we gotta do something with these. Let's call them extra crispy Cheez Its and sell them. Those things are, as a Cheez It fan, yeah. as no, there just was another hard pass. There was <laughs> <coughs> extra baked. There, all these, all these beautiful <laughs> things come out of mistakes. So I love it. That so. was not one of them. That was <laughs> Extra big. So <laughs> what do you have for us today on angels and demons? By the way, this is an awesome when you when you threw this topic out or the subject of this uh, a couple of weeks ago or last week, I, I absolutely loved it. Um, you said it was a big topic for me. It's a huge topic. It um, I was so excited to not only learn more about it, but specifically from you and the Bible yeah. of what it has to say, because for me, from the outside in. This topic lends itself, this battle between good and evil, the visualization of angels battling demons, vice versa, for whatever, um, is very, very cinematic. It can be in a comic book, manga, oh, yeah. whatever it mm -hmm. is. But that, to me, was always very thematic. And I was very, once you said it, I was like, I want to know the more realization of it and get, get down into it and advance my knowledge. Yeah, so first thing we need to do as believers is just take the Bible at its word and and recognize that angels, demons are real. Um, there's, you know, we live in an extremely scientific time where, you know, if you can't see it, touch it, prove it, it, it doesn't exist. And so uh, sometimes that that trickles down into even the Christian world where people will look at you funny if you mention uh, there's yeah. angels and demons out there. Uh, so uh, we need to recognize that we're part of a, we're just, we are a big part, but we're part of God's universe, not the only piece. Um, there are, there is spiritual warfare going on around us every day. And that to me is where it really hits the road for the believer is that we do engage in spiritual warfare and spiritual warfare is aided um, by angels and that are fulfilling God's will and hampered by um, the devil and demons who are actively opposing God's will. 
one thing that I already noticed that from the little research that I did, and then I'll just leave it there because my Google search took me on a big rabbit hole <laughs> to nowhere <laughs> or back to my mainly yeah. images. And I'm like, that would be a cool comic book. Um, is that, and I think we mentioned this last week, or the example of a color gradient, is there isn't just a clear cut, or I liked uh, how one friend said it, that there's no cookie cutter example, right, of what what the spiritual warfare is. It can right. come in many different forms, shapes, sizes. You never yeah. know. No mm-hmm. one, like for an extreme example, or like no one glows yellow when, <laughs> when something bad is happening. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh-huh. that's like you don't, if, if you're hurt physically and it's just physically, you don't glow purple and everyone can say, oh, they're physically hurt. Right. Whereas it's because of spiritual warfare, something you glow a different hue. Like right. we we don't know but as believers like you said is just acknowledging that is step one and that was huge for me and then now it's it's this checks and balances system that i that i constantly have to do it's like why am i feeling this way is this because of x y and z external forces worldly forces Mm -hmm. or if i can't Mm -hmm. explain it do i have to start praying on it And now more often than not that is my go-to whatever it may be because i have no clue what's going on yeah yeah, so that is that is the excellent uh, remedy for this situation. You're right. We don't know uh, sometimes where you know an idea in our head comes from, or um, you know why somebody decides to be mad at me today. You know, it could be their own fleshly, sinful nature, or maybe you know there is something uh, a demonic force that's motivating them to act a certain way, or. Um, puts a certain thought in your head. So that is a mystery, but in a sense, it's also um, freeing because we're free to still love that person even when they're doing tough stuff because we know that um, if they're not a believer, they may be being influenced by um, another force, um, and it is their fault. So I don't want to say, you know, the devil made me do it. That's, That's a lie. Um, Satan doesn't make you do that, but um, it, it, it helps us to see that, okay, I'm not wrestling against them. Uh, this is a prayer and a spiritual matter that we need to discuss. So there's a lot out there. Like you said, you did a Google search on angels, and um, there's a, as we know, going back probably to um, when did, I was trying to think when the first season of Walking Dead came out. Oh, but my goodness. That a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> that um, that, and then around that time, maybe even a little bit before, I'm not much of a, um, cinematic history guy, but there, there has been within at least the last 20, 25 years, a real resurgence in interest in the spiritual realm. Um, whether it's demons or zombies, um, or vampires or whatever it is, there's just, They've just been popular since yeah. I think we were at least in junior high um, and probably probably sooner. Uh, and so that dovetailed with the idea that our culture is becoming less and less uh, biblically literate. Yes. Um, I don't think those things are coincidence coincidental no me either uh, but but i'm glad you brought it up <laughs> so i think as believers we need to be more and more aware of what's going on um and and be expecting 
uh, people to act as pagans and try these type of mystical experiences. Um, and unfortunately, these mystical experiences will open people up to certain uh, issues. So, um, but let's talk about angels first, and then yes. we'll talk about uh, the the other side, the demonic side. So angels. Angels, like if, if you think about a popular description of an angel, what would you say that? Well, that very is? easily a very clean cut person, male or female, usually wearing white, very nice haircut, not at Supercuts, even though they sponsor <laughs> us. <laughs> so, a little bit more upper scale, maybe some downtown place. And then, yeah, yeah. of course, wings, right? Yeah. So that is always the go to example that you'd see and then and then very visually i think that kind of took off like you bring up movies or or um, literature with images and stuff like that because it's very clear cut like right. you can just see the wings you see the halo um and uh, halo going halo is another dead giveaway to yeah. where the viewer can just be like angel right yeah. identify mm -hmm. yeah so um angels are spiritual beings they probably don't have uh, based on the Bible, it says that they're ministering spirits, so they probably don't normally have a physical body because they normally you know, live in a spiritual realm. But we do see in the Bible there are times that angels take on human form. Um, you know, For example, you think about Abraham, and uh, he is visited by angels and probably a pre-incarnate, um, appearance of Christ when they tell him that your wife Sarah is going to have a baby um, even though they were <clears throat> well past the age to have children and so um, there's other examples where and those same angels go with um, go down to uh, Sodom and save Lot from the God's destruction of that place so we see angels appearing in physical form uh, throughout the scriptures and uh, so Angels are spiritual beings, but they do appear in physical form. Now, what do they do? Um, angels, in their, uh, their roles, are always doing God's work or pointing people to God. Um, and so that is key. Um, Paul says, if I or even an angel from heaven preach to you any other gospel than what you've heard, basically don't believe it. Believe it. Um, I like it. So... And the Bible also says that Satan will appear as an angel of light. Um, so there is there is a uh, a distinction not on appearance but on message. Nice. Um, so so the message of an angel of God <clears throat> will always agree with what God has revealed to us. Um, and will always point you to doing what God has called you to do. Because we see angels coming in the Bible. You know, you think like of the famous example, the Christmas story. Yeah. They come, they appear in heaven, and they say, glory to God in the highest. You know, so they're they're praising God. And there are um, the seraphim, that, that's their goal is to shout, holy, holy, holy. They, they worship God day and night, and um, there are... You know, some levels of angels, like archangels. We have one in the Bible, Michael, is is named. And we have a messenger angel, Gabriel, who is named, who delivers a message for God's people. Um, so angels, they're praising God in heaven. Um, they are, they are 
um, doing God's bidding. They are actually involved in fighting um, demonic forces. We hear of this in Daniel, where um, an angel comes to uh, to Daniel and he says, "Hey, I'm sorry, I would have been here earlier, uh, but I've been fighting um, demonic forces and I had to get help uh, from an archangel to get through to you." So um, it's just peeling back the window there, yeah. the, you know, the or the layer between us and and the spirit world that there's this constant battling going on. Um, so, someone uh, this isn't this idea isn't original with me, but someone just brought up that the idea that um, angels exist should really give us confidence, and that God has um, powerful protectors and messengers to um, help us on that he has created for us on our behalf. So angels really do exist to do God's will. They help protect God's people uh, from evil forces, and um, and they uh, minister to us in ways that we probably most likely will never know. Um, but, you know, it, it's comforting and really cool to think about. Pop question. Yeah. If you could know, now we're in fantasy world, <laughs> would you want to know? If you could have the knowledge for like a day to see the forces of the angels that are protecting you that God sent for you and the other attackers and what they're actually fighting over, would you want that knowledge? So actually that happened in the Bible. It, oh, so um, Elisha is. And here I was going to make a joke. <laughs> he's in the city and um, the the um, evil, the Israel's enemies come to the city because um, Elisha keeps telling the king of Israel that, um, you know, this is where the enemy army is going to be. Don't be there or attack here. And so they're like, all right, if we kill Elisha, we can finally execute our battle plans without them knowing. And they surround the city. And Elisha's servant gets up in the morning and says, Lord, uh, uh, my Lord, um, the city is surrounded. What are we going to do? And Elisha's like, it's okay. Calm down. And the guy, I'm sure, was thinking, you know, what in the world? And Elisha prays. He says, Lord, uh, he says to the man, the, 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 the people that are with us are more than the people that are with them. And he's thinking, that's crazy. We're surrounded by an army. So Elisha prays and says, Lord, open his eyes so that he may see. And when the servant looks up at the hills around the city, he sees flaming chariots. So God's hosts, um, God's war angels, um, they're protecting them. So he does kind of peel back that layer again and show that. Um, so would I want that? Well, in a sense, it'd be really cool. <laughs> but I know God's withholding that vision uh, from us reason. for yeah. a reason. And it may be that we just... It probably would be that those beings are so powerful and majestic that we couldn't handle it. Yeah. So, like, we see it often, like, in Revelation, when John sees an angel, he falls down and worships him because he thinks it's it's God. Um, so maybe that's why um, God withholds that realm from our view right now. We probably just couldn't handle it. If I were to turn that question on myself, uh, <laughs> my publicist, our publicist is giving me two <laughs> thumbs up the window, but no, realistically I would, I would have to check myself and right now say no strictly because my mind isn't at peace. Yeah. Right. There's too much going on in my personal life yeah, yeah. to where I think like I would just kind of check out for a week. I'd be like, what did I just see? <laughs> 
So maybe ten years from now, when I'm you know more advanced and calmed down and my mind is cooled and yeah, and I've invested way more time in the Bible and and spiritually been okay, then maybe I'd want to peak. But yeah, I, I I I would be very knowing what I know now and especially what you just said, I'd be very cautious if that was an option to just kind of say yes because I would. I'd be weirded. I wouldn't be weirded out at the things that I knew I was battling. Mm-hmm. I think I would be more torn back about the little things. Um, like if you were to picture with me like a, a like a filing cabinet, right? And and God peeled back that layer and, and he showed me, hey, these uh, these uh, who I sent to protect you are protecting you from um, mental illness and these things and these yeah. things that you know about, yeah. what, what's way, what are those people yeah. protecting me from? And they're like, yeah. Oh, X, Y, and Z that you had no right. clue was right. going right. on. Yeah. I think that would, yeah, I would, we couldn't handle yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think anybody could, <laughs> yeah. you know, you like, um, and that is one of the roles of angels is to protect God's people. And so we just don't know. I mean, you think about all the times you've been on the freeway Yes. and, um, you, you know, like I know, I remember some stupid things I've done and cut somebody off and, um, they just drive by like yeah. maybe, maybe an angel worked, um, to keep that person from getting really, really upset at me. Or maybe, yeah. maybe somebody was really about to lose control. And I know I've been in situations where I've kind of gone through, a, a um, a really hairy driving experience. And I'm like, I just felt like something was helping me through that situation. And, um, you know, so I, can I prove it's an angel? No, <laughs> but, um, I think the, I don't know that I've ever been visited by angels. Um, the, the one that I think is most likely, and I can't prove it to this day. Um, and somebody else, you know, can debunk it. Um, but we were taking a family vacation and we were in a minivan, and somehow we were going up to the chalet, and we got stuck um, driving the minivan in the snow up the sh- up um, up to the the chalet. It's the middle of the night. It was really dark, and um, it was four or six guys that came, like they were running, um, like a runners group, and they pushed us out, and then kind of ran away, and. Could it have been a normal running group? <laughs> I guess, but we're in a vacation area. Yeah. And why would they run on the road at, you know, nine or 10 at night? Yeah. So I don't know. Was that angels? To me, that seems like maybe one time. Um, there are other occasions in the Bible where God says that um, our hospitality, we may entertain angels unaware um, by being hospitable to certain people. Um, so, and then angels do observe our world. And so angels, they don't like angels don't, um, come to faith in Jesus Christ like people do. So really they observe with awe and reverence, um, it, when God saves someone. So like, if you think about it, the Bible calls you and I as believers, trophies of God's grace. And he's teaching the angels in the angelic realm about himself um, through our lives. So um, they're watching us. Sometimes I wish they weren't watching me, but they are. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, ch- I got to do a better job of living in in mind of that. <laughs> that was 
so loosely what my what my <laughs> joke was gonna be was the idea of a skit and i was kind of toying with it but it's way too high production yeah for what we can afford right now because even <laughs> just to run this show we had to crack my kids piggy banks anyways <laughs> was the idea of the way i fall into sin and i mentioned this before one of the many ways is when i have a lot of little successions in a row like uh-huh. little wins right I wake up good with good spirit. I pray, go to UPS. Yeah. Fabulous day. We record on a Saturday. Sunday's awesome. Church is awesome. Uh, I get a good workout in like these little wins. And then all of a sudden that's when that voice creeps in. And it's like, oh man, you deserve that double, double animal style <laughs> with a large Coke and a small <laughs> strawberry shake. Right. And giving a gluttony. Yeah. So the skit would be an angel and a demon fighting in my backseat as I'm going yeah, to yeah. in and uh-huh. out burger. Uh-huh. And then at the last <laughs> second, you know, the angel wins and makes me pull a U-turn. Which has happened many, many times. I'll yeah. literally get in the car, be heading somewhere because I'm on cloud nine, and I'll literally tell myself or whatever's telling me, "Yeah, you deserve this, right?" right. Like, and right. it'll I'll hear that not not audio hear right, that right, voice, right, yeah. but I'll I'll talk to myself and be like, "No, man, you, it's a it's eleven fifty at night. Burger King <laughs> closes at twelve. You have fifteen bucks. Go spend fourteen of it, and and just go all out, man." They're like. You deserve one night to yourself. You don't. You stayed away from drinking. You stayed away from all this. You deserve this. Right. And like three quarters of the way there, I'm blasting music, having a great time. And then all of a sudden, my conscience kicks in or ain't whatever else is out there. And I'm like, you know what? Like, no, what am I doing? I, yeah. This is exactly opposite yeah. of what the Bible says. Treat your body as a temple. Right. Nowhere does it say treat your body as a temple and almost near the next day flood it with trash <laughs> from... <laughs> you know, a fast food place when you've been <laughs> eating chicken breasts and broccoli for like a month straight, yeah, right? Like yeah. this will derail you get back home. And then I'll just, you know, start yelling at myself and then drive <laughs> back home and then go to sleep. But it's, yeah. it, it's, it's not that fun. the skit was yeah. based in reality. Yeah, so it is. Yeah. Happens many, that. many times over. I get that. So I love the aspect of angels and everything you said. So let's go to, the other side, and this is the side that I was kind of scared about going because I was like, yeah, if I don't know that much about angels and now I'm just educated, what's going on the other way? Yeah. So, so we have um, our enemies. Uh, we have the enemy, the evil one, Satan, uh, who, which means the accuser. Um, he is ultimately a defeated foe. Um, Jesus Christ has defeated him on the cross. He has no power but what is given uh, allowed of to him by God. You know, we see that in the book of Job. He can only do to Job what God allows him to do. I want to correct this idea that, like, um, God is the yin and Satan is the yang. They're not in any way equal. Um, Satan is a fallen angel. He was, he apparently was a high-ranking angel, and he sinned by wanting to be like God, and in that sin, he was um, kicked out of heaven along with those angels that chose um, to follow him. None of those angels, as far as we have any uh, record of in the Bible, have ever decided to turn back from God, nor does it seem like God is in any way um, extending the mercy of forgiveness or repentance to them. So that should make us, as his creatures, feel really special. We are made in the image of God. They are not. We are, every person in this world is offered um, 
the ability to uh, to turn back to God. These demons are not. They are um, e- they are evil to the core. There's this like motif in our culture that we see in movies about like, well, yeah, they're a bad guy, but deep down inside, they're still you know you hear that like in almost every movie. It's like oh, there's still some good in him. You know, these demons and the devil. There is no good in them. They have nothing but hate for you because you are made in the image of God and they want nothing more than for you to end up with them in the lake of fire. So um, I say all that in really direct terms because I want everyone to um, be aware of who these enemies are. And I, I just encourage everyone, do not open your mind um, to these forces. Uh even if you think it's a silly thing like an Ouija board or whatever, um, you do not want to be in the habit of opening your mind to the universe. Um, And that is like, again, that is as, as our society turns away from God and moves to mysticism and paganism and um, these exercises where I'm going to sound like an old person, but like, (laughs) You, you clear your mind of everything um, and, and, the, uh, and the attempts to be influenced by something outside of our, our realm, that is extremely dangerous and very unwise um, because, like I said earlier, Satan will appear as an image of light. Um, <clears throat> he's not going to come to you like, hey, you know, let's do this and you'll end up dead. Yeah. You know, he's going to come to you like, oh, you want secret knowledge? You want special revelation. You want real power. Then let's do these things. Yeah. Um, so, so demons are are those forces that um, are opposing God, and they're going. They are very prevalent in our world. Like I said earlier, we we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against these principalities, these powers, these spiritual wickednesses in high places. That God has said, you know, Jesus was tempted by Satan and Satan said, hey, Jesus, here's the kingdoms of the world. They're under my power, but I'll give them to you if you'll worship me. So they have real power in the world. um, But I think what we need to know about them is that they are they're not God. They don't know everything. They don't have all power. um, And um, when we're dealing with them, we want to deal with them by prayer. Uh, we want to deal with them um, humbly, asking God to give victory over them uh, and and not do anything on our own. The Bible says that we should be innocent about this kind of evil thing um, and protect ourselves from that. That means we're limiting how we're opening ourselves up. That's like drugs, just to be yes. straight. You know, like um, drugs open your mind to thoughts and ideas that you never had before and you can't control. Yeah. Um, so these are like gateways. Uh, some some of this um, secret knowledge type stuff, mysticism. So um, I yeah, know I'm, I'm going back to my previous answer. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't. You don't want it. It's not going to be good for after you. that. I yeah. should have listened to our own show before, <laughs> <laughs> before I even asked that silly question. Yeah. But no, thank you very much for being direct. One, I'm throwing out my movie script because you just poked <laughs> a bunch of holes in it, or at least one of them. <laughs> And then two, an, an example of that, like I was thinking is, thank you very much for being direct, because not only whoever listens to this 
uh, hey, Martha, the third, our third fan out there, <laughs> um, whoever listens. But for me, for being direct is now when I get this new knowledge of how you said these things, right? And by you being direct and being courageous about that, once again, thank you. I look back to stories like when I was a teenager and how if I watched a movie around then, because I'm, I, I love, love, love movies and, and cinema. And yeah. I would watch something to where, like in the 80s and early 90s, there was a very clear-cut case in cinema to where um, angels were good, demons were bad. Right. Then there was this mix, like you said, about kind of being empathetic. I was one of them to where it's like, oh, the demon can be saved partially. That eventually led to me like building characters or um, living in my head or, or writing movies and pretending with my toys that I was more of on the evil side but trying to be good right yeah and that mm -hmm. i didn't know right like i was a kid what am i supposed to know that came right. into my household it went right. from a movie to into my mind into my imagination and then off we went to where i was yeah. literally pretending that i was you know part of a force of evil but trying to be good yeah and i just was not educated i yeah. did not know so there's that slippery slope all yeah. over the place now yeah, like I, uh, you know, it's it sounds harsh, but you know, some people are just evil. Yeah, and um, like we, like you can't deal with Vladimir Putin by throwing money at him or um, telling him he's being a bad person. Yeah, like he he may have reasons for doing what he's doing, and I'm sure he thinks they're good reasons, but they're evil. Yeah. And um, so sometimes the only way to deal with evil is through um, just calling it out and in a forceful response. So um, especially as parents, like our kids aren't subtle enough to sift through, um, you know, moral dilemmas of a killer. Yeah. Like they just need to know that murder is wrong. <laughs> yes. You know, so um, when you said that, I don't know if you heard, but there was this article that I read. I don't know the specifics uh -huh. of it, but it came across my feed to where they were talking about the spiritual warfare. And they gave an example of how I think it was through Paw Patrol. Okay. There was like this little kid's toy. And let's just say it was Paw Patrol. You followed a link on the back of it, and it ac accidentally, they said, led to pornography, like oh, a pornographic really? site. Yikes. But these are ex for kids, yeah. right? So it's like, in if that happened in the 90s and I was a parent then, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, maybe this wasn't a big old... Uh, oh, I'll, I'll use this quote. My son said I should use this quote from American Dad. They just picked a whole bouquet of oopsie daisies, <laughs> right? So I'd believe it then. Good one. <laughs> but it being 2023, I'm like, there is no way that was a mistake. These things are like checked yeah. time uh -huh. and time and time again. So they just got caught probably sooner rather than later. Yeah. But there's, it makes me question like hearing this and talking about this topic, but just trying to be a filter and get knowledge from um, Christian people like yourself, the church, reading from the Bible, but then having to turn that and look at all these inputs that our kids have mm -hmm. nowadays. It's it's yeah, it, yeah. It's extremely difficult in twenty twenty three. And we're not saying like every one of us has to read the scriptures and look at Christ and say, How can I be like him? And so we're not saying that you need to have XYZ standards. You can't watch any movies or whatever. Like um Work through those things with yourself and your conscience, but just be aware that, um, you know, those, those, those 
the motifs of each age are different. And um, that is the motif of our time that, you know, evil isn't really evil as long as they have a good motive for doing it. But we need to say, you know, that's certainly not true of Satan and his demons. And to a lesser s- uh, extent, we can say that uh, some people... Um, we, we would hope that every person would turn to Christ, but some people just aren't going to. And sometimes they do right. things that are wrong. And even if they had a good motive for their wrong behavior, um, it was still wrong in what they did. Yeah. Uh, before we go, uh, one of the bullet points was misconceptions. Do you want to counter any big misconceptions about angels and demons? Yeah, I think we could talk real quickly. You know, I, we talked about it already a little bit, but just to reiterate, um, demons don't come with a red suit and a pitchfork, um, <laughs> you know, like, you know, the classic, um, one of my favorite movies as a kid was the emperor's new groove. Yes. And, uh, so yeah. like, you know, a lava Kronk's <laughs> <laughs> got yeah. his, uh, his guy with the harp and his guy with the, um, you know, the pitchfork. Yeah. That's not how demons show up. They show up in, um, in, in the attire of an angel of light. They're going to show up in ways that look and feel really good um another misconception maybe is that uh these folk these forces don't have any influence on the world and it's just not true angels don't just sit up in clouds and play harps they're (laughs) um they're busy about god's work and they're influencing influencing the world so very true so when when we first talked about this topic what came to mind was um didn't know much about the angel part. Don't still don't know much about the demon part, but I'm very much uh, more in line now after this episode. But the phrase that kept coming up in 2023 that I hear around work and all around is the struggle is real, right? Yeah. So for me, I wanted to close the show with uh, nothing. It came across my feed, but this really stuck out to me is from Isaiah chapter 43, verse two. And it says, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. Mm-hmm. And I think that is extremely, extremely true now personally in my life. And a lot of people are going through deep waters. Yeah, definitely. And maybe they need to hear this quote. So I continued with this. I love this verse because a very clear reminder that God is with me everywhere I go, whether I choose to accept that or not, or better yet, whether I remember that or not. It has been a very long two years to get to where I am now. I struggle every day I work as an employee. I struggle every single day as a single parent. I struggle every single day at home as a son. I struggle financially, physically, and mentally, yet spiritually, I'm stronger than ever. And this is only due to the love and grace of God. Amen. My message, if any, when you are faced with dark times, whatever they may be, lean into your faith. I have only made it thus far, not because of who I am, but because of who our Father is. Remember that through tough times do not last, but tough people do. Remember that there is always darkest before dawn. And remember that God once said yet again, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. Amen.